exciting episode of seeing reddit where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour i'm matt heron it's me jeff kowalski i'm louisa heron louisa you paused like were you waiting for a dramatic thunderclap or something i, I paused it was as my soon fault as jeff said his last name i uh it sounded like a pause to me i that put sounds like yeah. your problem i put too much pause between my first and last name because i was trying to decide whether to say it ah gotcha and then i remembered yep, like we... if i don't say it louisa will never say her name <laughs> true <laughs> She's like a computer program that's been that only triggers off of certain. Mm, or factors. I'm like a person who's dealing with a call with lags, like you just mentioned. Who <laughs> never knows when the other person is done talking or not. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, we're I mean, we're all true. just people, Matt. Mm, debatable. You don't know me. Mm, we're all at least bare minimum people. Even robot people. What if I'm just a computer program? Mm, we don't have those. Did you hear about that robot that got citizenship for some country? Saudi Arabia, ironically. Yeah. I think it has more rights than women there. Yeah. What I, does it do? Dumb. I always feel, just a robot. I always feel uncomfortable. It do it's just a robot that talks. Yeah. Oh. I always feel uncomfortable talking about uh, human rights violations in the Middle East, because that's also a popular talking point about people who hate the Middle East for other reasons. Um, but yeah, yeah Saudi Arabia... Saudi Arabia is a pretty bad one. People who want uh, people here or in Europe to shut up about any problems because it's way worse in the Middle East. Yeah. Those types uh, of people. God. Yeah. There's, you've got to have a certain amount of hateful respect for the fact that uh, conservatives in general have managed to ruin a whole lot of very uh, interesting philosophical conversations. Yeah. And like important be... things that we should care about as compassionate people that we have to force out of our minds because otherwise we will seem like, uh, right wing douchebags. Yeah. Like I, I remember at one point in my life having a serious conversation and seriously thinking about like, maybe the government shouldn't recognize any marriages. Like maybe the government shouldn't be involved in marriages at all. Because that's my point of view. That's my point of view it's... in general. But until like, until we make it so everyone can get married, we won't be able to outlaw marriage. Yes. Exactly. Well, I, I don't want to outlaw marriage. <laughs> oh, I, I just marriage don't think it has anything to do with Only outlaws government. will have marriage. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you'll have brigands uh... in the street just uh, wielding their marriages at everyone. <laughs> Cutting down single people um, with their wedding bullets. What, wait, wedding bullets? That's a pretty good idea. Yeah, it's the name of Do the new think... uh, My Chemical Romance album. <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's ever been anyone who got married and instead of ring they gave each other bullets? That's definitely yes, happened. Yes, I do, right? and I think they're definitely like a conservative uh, gun nut. Yeah, probably. Uh, that's probably uh, metaphorically what happened at the Punisher's wedding, right? Oh, was geez. his no, public cute? He was wasn't the punish- his wedding. <laughs> his, he wasn't the Punisher yet when he got married. Mm, debatable. Really... <laughs> yeah, it was a different wedding. His family just went to where they all got killed in a hail of bullets. <laughs> They've You're done if... kill Bill again. Louisa. A different bullet wedding. <laughs> They've done a bunch of uh, prequels where he's like in Vietnam and like a douchebag, but he managed to bury it until his family got murdered. Uh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. The Punisher's a complicated guy, Matt. Why don't you stop judging him? I don't. This says has absolutely nothing to do with what we were talking about. Uh, whatever. I'm what that's why I'm confused. What, tell me what you did online. That's what the show's about. Yeah, Louisa. <laughs> ah, nice. Speaking of weddings, I've been playing Super Mario Odyssey, and it's really good. It is really good. Yes. Uh, do you think that this game is better than Breath of the Wild? No, but it's right up there. I do think that it is um, probably as good as you're going to get from a Mario game, similar to how Breath of the Wild is as good as you're going to get from a Zelda game, but it does not mm. do as much reinvention of the formula as Breath of the Wild did. 
Although, I was thinking about this because you're right that, like, Breath of the Wild has been a very uh, transformative thing for the genre. I actually think that Mario Odyssey is also very transformative of the Mario games. Like, think about the fact that there's no fire flowers or leaves or any, like, superpowers that Mario gets. They just replaced that with the capture mechanic. Yeah, but the capture mechanic is a totally different way of playing the game than has ever been... Yeah, it, that's yeah. a part of Mario games before. Yeah, you don't you don't normally get power-ups first. from enemies. What'd you say, Louisa? They made me think of the hook shot at first. When you're not using it to capture anything, we're just using it as a weapon. Oh, yeah. And also, there's no hook shot in Breath of the Wild, uh, and I think that's the first Zelda game without a hook shot in it. Uh, Can that be true? Since Link to the Past. Okay. I think I think the first three had no hookshot, and then from, like, Link's Awakening on, there was hookshot in every game. Did they have the, um, did all the ca- dumb cartoon ones have, like, on, on the Game Boy, all have hookshots in them? Yeah, Link's Awakening and the Oracle games have uh, hookshot. What about fucking Minish Cap and Spirit Tracks and all those horseshit games that no one plays? Yeah, I don't know about those. It seems likely. Minish Cap, I can't remember. That one had weird hey, items, guys, like a jar full of wind. Remember, you guys remember when they tried to get us to play fucking Four Swords? Nice try, oh, Zelda. that game rules, though. <laughs> what the though? fuck is this? That game's awesome. I don't know. I don't no. play that stupid game. What are you talking about? No. Why would anyone play that? That game kicks ass. <laughs> How is that possible? Because it's ex- it strikes the perfect balance between cooperative and competitive, because uh, it counts who gets the most rupees at the end of the level, but you absolutely need to uh, cooperate at during the entire level all the time in order to complete the tasks and get to the end. That sounds like a nightmare. I don't understand how that could possibly be fun. I mean, because it's like, yeah. it's simple. It's not like you're doing complex math. It's just a Zelda game. Well, you said nope. it's a balance between cooperation, which I don't like, and competition, <laughs> which I don't like. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Here's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. The Zelda games, p- part of what's fun about the Zelda games is that you get to play this legendary hero. So if you have to share that with three of your asshole friends, that sounds awful. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like that mechanic in that game and uh, the four-player mode of in New Super Mario Brothers. Uh, even though in New Super Mario Brothers, if you have even a single friend who is a douchebag, you will not complete any levels because you can pick each other up and throw each other into pits. Yeah, that's always the problem, right? Like, I... I don't have a whole lot of friends, and I don't want to start hating the ones I have, <laughs> and so that's why I never play games with friends at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I, Mario 3D World fixed the problems of Four Swords and New Super Mario Brothers because I don't think you can hurt each other at all. I liked 3D World okay, and I played it cooperative a little bit, but... Uh, I think... I mean, the best cooperative games are the ones that you that are barely cooperative, that you can play it by yourself and not even notice a difference. Yeah. <laughs> I have this problem where if I get a game that I know has a co-op mode, I will, like, hesitate. I will, like, not play it. I'll be like, alright, I have to wait until I'm hanging out with a person who will play this game with me. Yeah, that that's what I do, but then I just don't buy the game until that <sighs> moment, and then I never buy the game because I don't have anyone, I don't know anyone who likes to play video games. Yeah. I got lucky uh, because uh, with Portal 2 because it portioned off the co-op into like a new mode so I could just beat the game and then a couple months later uh, our friend Chris who was the formerly the number one fan um, was like the way he's dead now yeah he died <laughs> don't say that he had to be in the hospital over the weekend oh yeah he's okay though yeah uh, the way we became friends was he wanted to play Portal 2 co-op and I had Portal 2 and wanted to play co-op and had two controllers. So we just did that. And, like, it didn't interfere with the main game at all, and it didn't make me not play it. That's the way to go. So, how far are you guys in Mario Odyssey? Have you gotten... Have you done New Donk City yet? Yeah, I'm at one world past that. There's a couple points where you get to choose which world you go to, and I'm one world past New New Donk City. Did you go to Ice World or Beach World? Beach World, because I hate ice levels. 
Yeah, I just beat Beach World and just got to the Ice World. It's actually kind of fun. I think I might like it better than the beach. Where are you, Louisa? I am in Sand World because I just got it today. Ah. Uh, The problem is, though, knowing that there's 100 special coins in the world (laughs) means that I'm going to have to stay here until I get all those 100 Mm. coins. Yeah, I thought about staying in Sand World until I got every moon. Uh, But there's so many moons. (laughs) I discovered, looking at the list, which I only did after getting to uh, Beach World, that the sand one, despite being, like, the first real world you go to, has more moons than any of the other worlds I've been to. It has... Get ready for this, guys. 69 moons. (laughs) Ah, nice. New Donk City only has 67, and that was, like, a huge level. Yeah, New Donk City, I I got just enough moons to get out of there because I was getting stressed out by how complicated <laughs> New Donk City was. I got yeah, you I needed you needed twenty, and I got thirty by accident, just by wandering around and finding them. You see a regular human man in the desert with his car in a Sand <laughs> yeah. World, and it's very upsetting. How did he <laughs> even get there? Else everyone else is a cute fat little sugar skull with a sombrero, and then there's just a human man. What's weird is that this world that they that you're playing in doesn't it it's not like Mario has some kind of superpower to travel from one land to another. He just has like a balloon basically. So like these worlds could interact with one another. Like there's no reason that that uh you know that those weird cute skeleton Dias de los Muertos skeletons couldn't also be hanging out in New Donk City. Yeah. Oh, well, they have a shop there. There's a shop where they're running it in like the normal office building, but there's a little sugar skull monster in there. Yeah. Like, is that not really freaky for everyone? It's, they're all on the same planet and it's implied to be earth because if you look up in the sky, there's just a JPEG of our actual moon in the background (laughs) graphics. The thing that upsets me is there's no ground anywhere. You have your little island of a world, and then it's all just absolute drop-off into complete nothingness on all sides. So that's a bit upsetting. Like, couldn't have just been water between the worlds? Yeah, and there's no, no, like, uh, justification for it. Like, in Super Mario Galaxy, Bowser shoots a cannon at space or whatever, and they're like, oh, everything got scattered into little planets. In this one, Bowser's just, like, on an airship just like you. You guys are just going around this normal world. It shouldn't be all weird like it is. Yeah, and you see the globe at certain points, and it's like a regular Earth globe. Yeah, it feels like you should be able to run in the right direction long enough and just get to the next world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, One thing that really upset me, and Louisa, this is a very minor spoiler. I hope you don't mind. I guess. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. I was very upset that... Pauline doesn't recognize Mario when you get to New Donk City. Oh, I think sucks. I think it's unclear because she, uh, when you first talk to her, she's like, oh, sorry, I don't have time to chat. And then later addresses you by name without having been introduced. I think they just didn't. Everyone, everyone addresses <laughs> Mario by name without inter- being introduced <laughs> to him, though. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like, they... You're telling me that if your ex-boyfriend appeared in a mechanical top hat, you wouldn't be like, hey, (laughs) it's been a long time, clearly your life has gotten weird. Well, isn't her thing just, oh, you, okay, that's fine. I'm the mayor now, by the way. (laughs) Like, isn't she just rubbing it in his face? I just want her to actually do that. I want her to be like, oh, hey, Mario, like... I we both went our separate ways. We had a bad breakup. I'm glad you're doing well. I'm the fucking mayor. How great am I? And like, but she doesn't. When was their breakup? Because this design of Pauline, like, like the dark haired jazz singer look, that's what yeah. that's what they've been using in the handheld Mario versus Donkey Kong series, where it's like sort of a puzzle game where Donkey Kong kidnaps Pauline and you've got to like solve puzzles to go find her. But like. Do those games take place far in the past? Because there have been games where he's rescuing Peach because they're in love, and then these other games where he's rescuing Pauline, who is presumed to be his love interest. Yeah. Is she Donkey Kong's <laughs> girlfriend? <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. It's complicated. I like that occasionally, every few years, press releases will come out with something insane. Like that the uh, Koopalings are not Bowser's children. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody decides the canon of this crazy world, and it's different every time. Yeah, like when Shigeru Miyamoto said that he's Mario's mom. (laughs) Yeah. Or... Was it? No, he said he's Bowser Jr.'s mom. Sorry, yes. it was weirder than the thing that I said. Yes. I do like when just recently they announced that Mario wasn't a plumber and then it was news. Like, it was somehow in the newspaper that that was like, a thing. How, have I you really play- love that. If you've played a game in the past 30 years, he hasn't done any plumbing at all. Well, even even that aside, like, who cares? It doesn't matter. <laughs> He's not He's real. He's a fictional character. He's not a real I man. I love that. That companies keep doing that. They keep announcing, hello, Kitty's not a cat. She's just a girl dressed as a cat. That the is Twitter it... bird isn't a bird. It's just a symbol. Ah, I love it. It's so insane. <laughs> I just don't understand why they bother. I wish I wish someone would come out and be like, like, somebody asks a question in a press conference, like, yeah, is the is Hello Kitty a cat? And then the response is, no, it's a cartoon character. Like, I yeah. don't give a shit. This is stupid. Yeah, my my response, uh, I, I've been spending a lot of time uh, responding to posts on Reddit, uh, occasionally mean-spiritedly, because I've subscribed to the fan theories subreddit. Uh, oh, no. And occasionally, it'll be like, it'll be like, uh, what if the Joker was the good guy in the Dark Knight? It's like, well, no, he wasn't. He's a fictional character and was written to be the bad guy in a movie where Batman's the hero. So no, he wasn't, because he's not real. Also, he blows up a hospital. I don't <laughs> think that's a good guy move ever. You yeah. know what? I bet I bet there's a lot more people arguing that a Bane is a good guy, because he only blows up a football field. And I think we're all okay with that, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I also tried asking in a Star Wars-themed Facebook group whether droids are canonically sentient, and I got a lot of people being like, how can you know if anyone's sentient? And I'm like, I just want to know if some Star Wars writer <laughs> has said whether droids are people or not. I don't want to get into a philosophy debate. I'm asking yeah. a question about a fictional universe that was created with rules that we know that is by far my least uh liked uh, method of arguing when people are like oh well maybe the term you're using is wrong and it's like uh, okay that's fine whatever term you want to use that thing <laughs> yes or no like yeah, I, just, I don't just... want to argue if <laughs> what sentience means i just want to know the thing that we t- all agree is sentience is just, that a thing? Let I just me want know. to know if Bowser is a dinosaur or not, goddammit. Yes. Just please <laughs> let me know whether there's a Boba Fett novel that says whether C-3PO can love or not. I just need to, <laughs> like, just tell me whether that's happened. You know what makes me furious getting back to Mario? <laughs> I've heard some people. I've heard some people talking about the fact that Bowser changed his name from King Koopa to Bowser, mm-hmm. as if it's not super obvious that King Koopa is a title because he's King of the Koopas, and then his name has always been Bowser. How do you not get that? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's always a problem when they're like, uh, America's never going to understand Princess <laughs> yeah. Toadstool. We're going to have to call her Peach. <laughs> Or, We're no, it was the opposite. Sorry, Peach times. Peach was her Japanese name, and they changed it to Princess Toadstool for no reason. I think someone tried to have continuity in that she was the king of the... King... King... <laughs> she was the regent of the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, well, it's... They explain it in Mario 64. She signs her letter, Princess Toadstool, and then in quotes, Peach. Because that's what people call her, but her title is Princess Toadstool. Yeah, and her name is Peach. Like that is a that is a real thing in real life that yeah. we already have, where you can have a title and then your name is a different thing. <laughs> uh, uh, what did you do online, Matt? Did we get into that yet? What about Doctor well, Robotnik and Eggman? Is his name Eggman Robotnik? They've <laughs> yeah. yet, they've yet to solve that. I my he- my it's he- gotta be though. My headcanon is that Eggman is a mean nickname that. Um, <laughs> That Sonic All the calls woodland him. creatures give yeah. him. That Although... his name is Dr. Robotnik, but Eggman is like, they're like, ah, he looks like an egg. What if, <laughs> what if his name is Dr. Robotnik Eggman, and <laughs> he got, 
he got made fun of his whole life for having such a stupid name. And so that's why he's so angry at the world and wants to turn it all into robots he can control. So Dr. Robotnik is a name akin to Dr. Phil, where he's not really a doctor and it's his first name. (laughs) And maybe he did a long stint on talk shows before the game started also. You know what, Dr. Dr. Phil kind of looks like Dr. Robotnik now that I think about it. Oh my god, it all comes together. And he has a mean bean machine. (laughs) I then I clear away these bushes on this old Dr. Phil billboard to reveal his last name is Eggman. <laughs> Phil Robotnik Eggman is his full name. Also, I would play a game called Dr. Phil's Mean Bean Machine for sure. <laughs> oh man, it would be a game about dieting. Going, yes, exactly. Going on the slow carb bean diet. Yep. Um, okay, so the thing I did online folds nicely into Louisa's thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because Louisa was talking about Super Mario Odyssey, which I've also been playing, I purchased my first Amiibo Yay! this week. <clears throat> and I would like to give you guys a chance to guess what Amiibo I purchased. Ooh, okay. Wedding Bowser. Nope. I uh, have insight in that I know that it's not one of the wedding Amiibos. So I am going to guess that you got 30th Anniversary 8-Bit Mario in the classic colors. Incorrect. Ah. Uh, Crom from Fire Emblem. <laughs> is, it, is it a different game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got, uh, he got the Bayonetta Player 2 amiibo. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got, I can't believe you guys didn't guess this, it's very on brand for our show, I got Waluigi. Yeah! I have the Waluigi amiibo, and I'm currently playing dressed in Waluigi's clothes. Yes, it is the (laughs) only way to play this game, and I'm very angry every time that there's a puzzle where I have to put on a different outfit to open a door, because I only ever want to play as Waluigi, and pretend that I am Waluigi and I just got a little fat, but I'm still... Still playing the game. Yeah, Waluigi <laughs> had Kathy and threw it at Mario, and that's the that's canon now. That's what you're playing as. Maybe Cappy is the ghost of Waluigi, Jeff. <laughs> what? <laughs> Think Don't about tell me it. Waluigi's dead. <laughs> yeah, Waluigi's Wal- eternal. He can never die. He's cursed by that well, wizard. <laughs> yeah, because he lives in the hat. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> the Waluigi we know and love is just a body shell that was possessed by that hat oh, for so God. long. That makes sense. So yeah. that, a lot of sense. And, and his new Waluigi body is is uh, maturing in a back to tank <laughs> while he's while this game is going on. So that so his a body is so horrible and deformed because it's just some kind of like alien fungus trying to simulate humans. No, it's a failed clone of Mario. <laughs> he wanted to. He's the world's number. He's one not a Mario failed clone fan. of Luigi. No. Well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi, no, listen. It's just like it's just like in the Justice League where they tried to clone Superman and they made Bizarro. They cloned uh, Mario badly and they made Luigi and then they ba- made Wario and then the worst failed clone of all was Waluigi. <laughs> I and they see. Threw- they threw that body away because it was just an empty, soulless husk. But then this ghost hat took it over. I thought you were going to go with your bizarro metaphor, metaphor to Zabaro, who's the bizarro bizarro. He's yes, the only exactly. smart person on Bizarro Plan. But he like, opens yes. Sparrow, so now he's rich. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how uh, Waluigi is the only math genius in the Mushroom Kingdom. Is he? No, his uh, his only skill is he's the best dancer in the Mushroom Kingdom, and that's canon. That's so fantastic. he's from the Mushroom Kingdom? This is alarming. He's the main bad guy in DDR Mario Mix for the GameCube, and the reason that it's hard to beat him is because he's the best dancer in the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> aren't, they, uh, aren't they all from the Mushroom Kingdom? Yeah. Are they? Yeah, Louisa, you shouldn't be surprised by this. this that's where they're from. I well, mean, I guess. Mario and Luigi aren't. Yes, they are. That's where they grew up. <laughs> no, I will not have this retcon again. No, they are not. Uh, we saw them as babies in the Mushroom Kingdom, Louisa. <laughs> the story was, was bringing whole... them from somewhere else, though. Well, then how did they meet Yoshi later when they'd already known him their whole lives? What do you mean him? Yoshi is a species. It's not an individual. Well, how do they meet the Yoshis later? They, uh, knew about Yoshi. They're just different Yoshis. The other ones died because it's like 30 years later. And it's not like the text in Super Mario World is like, oh, wow, Yoshi, this is the first time I've ever seen one of these. (laughs) 
But then, for all Mario and Luigi's earlier adventures, they never acknowledged the existence of any Yoshis. Yeah, they wanted. They knew that the Yoshis were a peaceful race, and they knew that if they <laughs> enslaved them, they would die by the thousands. So they had to wait until a suitable threat. Yeah, appeared. they couldn't. They couldn't bring war to Dinosaur Island, Louisa. What are you, a monster? <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's true, actually, because they waited until Bowser brought war to the dinosaur land, and then they had to be like, okay, well, then I guess we have to train this peaceful race of dinosaurs to be soldiers. Yep. <laughs> they they uh, tied up their magical hair uh, from their blue cat faces into the backs of those flying dinosaurs that they ride everywhere. I, yep. ha- I haven't seen Avatar. I've just heard a lot of things about it. It's very bad. It's... it's- <laughs> It's as if someone tried to make a movie of the plot of Super Mario Land. <laughs> well, oh, hold on, they to... did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about that. No, that was Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Uh, I was going to make a joke about uh, they just opened Super Mario World at Disney, but that's no good because then I'm just sad that there is no Super Mario World at Disney. Aren't they planning on doing a Super Mario theme park in Japan, though? Not that I know of. Yeah, I think so. I think I heard something about a Nintendo theme park. Yeah, I believe that Universal signed the option to do it in America if it's successful in Japan. Hmm, interesting. That would be fun. I wish I could go to theme parks so I could visit all of the good ones that are coming up, like the oh, yeah. upcoming Star I've... Wars world and any possible Nintendo worlds. I forgot Jeff has that restraining order against costumed characters. <laughs> hey, yeah, well, uh, I don't like Mickey's politics. <laughs> <laughs> and what that's time... why you went at him with that baseball bat. Yeah, one time Donald Duck gave me a weird look, and so I had to clock him. <laughs> I like how. Wait, I'll, I've constructed a scenario where I'm the angry one when I'm meeting Donald Duck. Yeah, you really are a Donald Duck character in real life, Jeff. Uh, wow, you live it. You live in that little tugboat and everything. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Tell me you couldn't see Jeff living in a tugboat, though, and getting mad at, like, Christmas carolers that came by. <laughs> Wait, that's his Uncle Scrooge. That's a different man. Oh, that's true. What does Donald Duck get mad at? I remember Everything. <laughs> yes, there you go. He's Jeff, always mad. <laughs> Jeff, you're definitely going to get mad at your nephews someday. That's 100% going to happen. I do have at least one nephew, as far as I know. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> we'll see. I don't think its name is Huey or Louie or Dewey, though. Well, you, that's something to get mad about. <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> oh, man. That was All the right, best approximation of what a human would sound like doing that Donald Duck noise. <laughs> yep, that's fair. All right, continuing Which is this. Coincidentally, also pretty much the character of the Punisher, so it all comes back around. <laughs> yeah, you know, the Punisher's popular slapstick weird noises he makes as his well, face fills up with red like a thermometer and then his head uh, explodes into fire. He just goes into a berserker rage and kills everyone, right? No, and that that's is what Wolverine. Donald Duck intends to do. Uh, Everything you guys are saying would make me like the Punisher <laughs> a thousand percent more. I would love a classic, like, 30s, 40s cartoon-style Punisher series where it's all slapstick comedy. I'm trying now to think about what Disney character the rest of us would be now that Jeff is so obviously Donald Duck. Yes. <laughs> The two characters I identify. Oh yeah, you got to be one of the classic uh, Mickey Mouse clubs. Hmm. Am I Horace Horsecollar? I might be. No, you're goofy. (laughs) Okay, I could see that. Oh yeah, always trying your hand at different crafts, but then giving up fairly quickly, (laughs) and and hurting myself pretty badly. (laughs) Yeah, you're charming, lovable, full of hobbies, and everyone hates your jokes. Yeah, this is true! Okay, I like this. Uh, you might have too dark of an edge to be goofy, but I think he might have been a little angrier in the early cartoons. Yeah, there was also, like, you remember that phase where there were the hip-hop Looney Tunes? There was the emo <laughs> Disney character. Oh, good, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I... Goofy, was, goofy was a cutter who was really into the emo music. Oh, yeah, good. Good joke. You, did a, you nailed it. You so named a popular a band. Here. Yeah, yeah. You could have said, like, a Panic at the Disco would have worked. That's your go-to from now on. Sure. Okay. I'll try to remember that. (laughs) Okay. And Louisa, you are... I don't like it, but I feel like Minnie Mouse, because she's always, like, doing her own projects and stuff, and, like, taking care of her own life. (laughs) 
we have seen from the Kingdom Hearts games that she's the only competent person in the Disney world. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like Daisy, but Daisy's very much, like, super girly. And I don't think, like, I, I don't have the time to do my hair and stuff. She's so. also a real nag. The thing, like, I feel like Daisy, I when people say they like Daisy, I'm always like, are you, like just constantly criticizing everyone around you, because that's the only characteristic I know Daisy has. Wait, Louisa is Ma Beagle, the mother of all the Beagle Boys. <laughs> it's because of all those sons she has she has that do, that do crimes. Yeah. I love crime. I want to say that. I love crime. Also, yeah. she, the popular also, she crime keeps Chunk tied up in the basement. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You got it. <laughs> I always, I always thought Ma Beagle was just the cartoon version of that lady from the Goonies. Yep, the Fratelli, Mrs. Fratelli. Yes, I remember so little about the Goonies because I saw it once in middle school and was not young enough to develop nostalgia for it. It's just if Ducktales was made by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, now I want to be. <laughs> I don't <laughs> don't want to be. I think I am Chip. In that he's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. And then dumb people around me are like, I don't get it. I'm too stupid. And then I get really, really mad. But also it's a little bit off-putting how much he tries to control everyone else's life. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Great. And I love Christmas, just like he loved to steal Christmas ornaments. (laughs) Yep, that's true. Also, you have that cool bomber jacket. (laughs) Now we're getting into a whole weird area. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay, well, we figured that out. Now it's time for Jeff to tell us about his thing online. Okay, um, so... What was I gonna say? It's gone now. Was it about Super Mario Odyssey? It might have been, but, <laughs> like, no, there was definitely something else I was doing online, and I it seems to have left my mind. You know what, here, I'm gonna talk about... I've been spending a lot of time on uh, Reddit, like I mentioned earlier, um, and no. it's no, ex- you can't you can't do this. <laughs> You're gonna ruin the show. You're gonna get in too deep. No, it's extremely <laughs> satisfying to go on r slash advice because pretty much every question is a like high school student being like, "Hey, I'm sad and I don't know what to do." And they're so grateful when all you have to do, like all you have to say to them for them to be like, "Wow, this is the best advice I've ever received," is be like, "It's normal to feel that way. You should talk to a counselor." like all they want is to know that they're not weird for being miserable and that there's a person who can help them and they are so grateful every single time and i find it really satisfying that's that's mostly true except for the fact that i found that the one percent of the time when the person is like no i reject that advice you're just like well fuck you then you fucking nerd (laughs) Uh, I thought you were going to say that rush of enjoyment where you lie to the kid and you're like, hey, kid, it's going to get better. But you know, as an adult, it's never going to get better. (laughs) Oh, no. Is that what that whole movement was about? (laughs) Yeah, it was a secret. It was a trap for kids. Once you're old enough, you'll realize it's not going to get better, but you probably won't kill yourself at that point. So you're trapped now. Yeah. You're trapped now, motherfuckers. You're still sad, but now you've got all this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know, now you have enough of a sense of uh, the passage of time that you can look forward to movies to prevent yourself from killing yourself. <laughs> yeah. Or look forward to your death, which is gonna come anyway. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want it to be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, this is our spookiest episode yet. Uh, another popular topic on r slash advice is I like a girl and I don't think she likes me back. What do I do? And it's such an easy solve because you just have to be like, don't worry about it. Like, you know, yeah, just find another girl. There's lots. You know how you get a song stuck in your head or you're driving and someone cuts you off and you think, I want to kill that person? Treat your crushes exactly like those intrusive thoughts and ignore them. <laughs> or rear end them. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Rear end your crush. High five. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Uh, I like that you did the sound effect so that it did sound like I was high-fiving you, even though we are at opposite ends of the state. I thought you were going to say opposite ends of the globe. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, if if Super Mario Odyssey is anything to be believed, we might as well oh be different species. Yeah, I'm surrounded by a bunch of slug uh, snail people, and where you live is all... Um... Wedding planning rabbits. Oh, thank you. I was I played so much of that game and was running, somehow did not remember any of the NPCs from it. 
<laughs> I just love that wedding planning rabbits is a thing in this game. Oh, uh, it's really nice. Yep. yep. And their name is a triple pun because a brood is a thing, a group of rabbits. Brutal is the word for uh, like vicious bad guys, and also it's uh, bridal with with a vowel changed. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's pretty good. Anyway, let's do those random subreddits, or did someone not go for online? Uh, I think no. we all went, and I <laughs> we've like... been talking for forty-two minutes. I think we covered online. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I would like to say before we get into the random subreddits that I needed, I did a re-roll, and I apologize. I know it's a violation of our policy. It's fine. But, Don't worry about it. I do but it all the time. I got metal me IRL again. <laughs> well, we also <laughs> we've also had to no way. We've had malicious compliance come up too, though. Have we? Yeah, like three or four weeks ago, I think. Oh I yeah, because we talked okay. about like the golems on Discworld were malicious compliance. Remember? Oh yes, that. Yeah, we didn't we didn't choose it as our board, but I think if you want to reroll, you can. Uh, no, that's fine. I just the fact that we got one that we did an episode about <laughs> yeah. like two episodes ago really freaked me out. It's really weird. <laughs> Um, huh. so, I'll go so, first. Matt, you got. Oh, yeah, Matt, you go first. Uh, so I got malicious compliance. Jeff ruined it. Ruined my <laughs> yeah. one. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Louisa, what did you get? I got r slash James Bond, and its subtitle is Everything 007. Okay, I got, uh, one, I'm going to warn you, it is a reappropriated, um, slur for gay women, uh, I got R slash Dykes Gone Mild. Yeah, there's no way we can do this one, right? Like, no, you know? we can't. Uh, well, because it's the it's the non-explicit version of one of the Gone Wild boards, which is where people post uh, naked photographs of themselves. Well, that's not the only reason we can't do this one. I mean, that well, yeah. certainly is a good yeah. reason. There, also... there is a word that I don't want to appear more than once in the podcast, and it's in the name of the subreddit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, I don't really give a shit about James Bond. <laughs> yeah, but there's stuff to talk about there, and it's a good Halloween costume, James Bond. Uh-huh. Is it? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Should I re-roll if we already had malicious compliance once? If you want to. I yeah, I think so. Dame's Bond. Oh, I do <laughs> just want to touch on one... Uh, I looked at the top of all time on the board I got, and it's a very sweet post from someone uh, saying that uh, he will no longer be able to post because he started taking uh, testosterone to transition into manhood. Um, yeah. And it's the top post... Oh, sorry, the top post from the past month. I just think that that's very sweet that oh. the community is being supportive of this person's journey. I was going to say, because I clicked on top of all time, uh, and it's a lady wearing a bow tie, and I was like, I don't think that we're looking at the same thing, but I really like her her outfit. Oh, it is the <laughs> second, it is the second highest of all time. Uh, that's pretty good. I, I'm, I'm glad of that, and now let's move on to a subreddit we'll actually do, I guess. Yeah. I guess we'll have to do James Bond. Hooray. We're all okay. so excited about it. Yeah, no, I already said yes. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, Louisa, why don't you go ahead and explain the board? All right, so the theme is just black and gold, I guess. Uh, the background's just plain black. In the corner, the little red alien is inside the uh, camera shutter thing, the effect that they used on... I don't even remember which James Bond movie, but the one where you They've see... They've used it in a lot of them. Silhouette. Yeah, like walking in front of a camera. Uh, and then a place for anything and everything James Bond. And that's pretty much it. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, there's some rules about spam and piracy and spoilers, but it's like the standard stuff you see on any subreddit about a media property. Yeah. I like that the subscribers are called MI6 agents. Yeah, and there's 47 of them on a mission right now. <laughs> that's pretty good. Why are they it's... on Reddit if they're on a mission? It's a very boring mission. <laughs> the mission is to uh, find someone who uh, sent a bunch of spam to James Bond's Twitter account. 
One thing I like right off the bat is you see a couple posts that use the acronym for the name of the James Bond movie, The World Is Not Enough, which is TWINE, which I always thought was really funny, and they have to use it on this board. <laughs> that is good. TWINE. I didn't... Yeah, that's a great acronym. I wish that it was intentional. Uh, I think that it's pretty humorous that over on the right above the search bar is... Uh, sort of a teaser image for the next James Bond movie, which is currently <laughs> untitled and has a release date of November 8th, 2019. <laughs> it just says Bond 25 in front of the camera eye logo and has the release date. It just sounds like a denture cream. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know anything about the next James Bond movie? Is it going to be Daniel Craig or is it a new guy or what? We think Daniel Craig will be in it, and that's the only thing we know, I'm pretty sure. Okay. It's either Daniel Craig or Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, and it looks like Christoph Waltz is rumored to not return uh, as Blofeld in the next one. Spoilers for Spectre, Christoph Waltz <laughs> plays Blofeld in it. There, wow. now you don't have to see that bad movie. <laughs> I didn't yeah, know but... he was in it. That's interesting. <laughs> I didn't plan on seeing it, but he does a good job in a movie that, for some reason, is boring. Despite the fact that it contains a scene of James Bond driving a plane down a ski uh, ski trail. <laughs> I think you've hit the nail right on the head of why it's boring. I feel like the James Bond movies have just been trying to get more and more outrageous, and it's not like. Special effects have now evolved to the point where he could be doing anything. It's not impressive anymore. Yeah, I guess, um, like, they kind of ignored the paring down that Casino Royale did that made it the best James Bond movie still of all time, except maybe Skyfall was better. But, like... I don't... I don't like Daniel Craig. That's a problem yeah. for me, because I've always... Mm. I've always, like been fine with James Bond movies, but I tried to watch Casino Royale, and I was just like, I just don't like him. Yeah, I don't like him either. I don't He's, know why. I think that he is, like, a good person in real life, but he has never played a likable character in any movie ever. <laughs> But yeah, like he gives he... he gives interviews about Bond where they're like, "Ooh, what's it like hooking up with all the Bond girls?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't treat women the way James Bond does. He's a misogynist and a monster." Yeah, and the interviewers are always like, oh, I'm sorry, this was a fun interview where we degrade women like James Bond does. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm not participating in that, I'm sorry. <laughs> Is James yeah. Bond the ultimate expression of toxic masculinity? 100%. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's a shame, because here's the thing. Like, 30% of James Bond, I think, is genuinely awesome. He loves gizmos and is very fashionable and likes to like drink fancy drinks and hang around in cool places but then everything else about him is really shitty yeah i think the person you actually like is uh maxwell smart <laughs> yeah maxwell smart rules that guy kicks ass the don adams version not that stupid steve carell movie that movie sucked <laughs> i mean the character you prefer that character I guess. I don't know, because I like James Bond in that he is so, like, cool and collected and in charge of situations and stuff. And, like, you know, he, he never panics and he just, he thinks about problems and then overcomes them. I just, I'm sad that he usually overcomes them by punching people and also sleeping <laughs> with women he doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, the thing is, I think that... The the Go cool ahead. stuff the cool stuff in James Bond I was just going to say has been kind of usurped by the Fast and the Furious movies mm. so saying like he f flies a plane down a ski ramp you're just like well so what <laughs> you have people crashing cars into helicopters in this other series yeah like you need to be doing something different the basic action movie, like the A-Team movie from a few years ago that Matt loves even though it's bad. Yes, um, it's great. They're, like, they they slow a tank's descent towards the Earth by firing the cannon down. Which which would work. That is real. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't that make, it, not that doesn't make it a less dumb thing to put in a movie. Oh, it's incredibly dumb, but it's wonderful <laughs> that it's, it's a true thing, except, except for the fact that you would only get one shot because then you'd be out of ammunition. But yeah, also you'd probably it's... just, like, make the cannon start doing backflips because I'm sure it's impossible to get the angle exactly right. 
Well, you'd be doing backflips anyway because of the wind resistance. So, like, <laughs> yeah, you'd have to yeah. time it very well to shoot down, and you'd have to do it really close to the Earth so that you wouldn't then have a chance to again reach terminal velocity while you were still falling. Right? Yeah, you'd have to be shooting more times per minute <laughs> than the acceleration <laughs> you'd need to get to terminal velocity, for sure. That's so, great. if you want a Pierce Brosnan style, like flashy, slick, uh, action spy movie, you go for Fast and the Furious. And if you want, like, a campy 60s, 70s style Bond movie, you go for Kingsman and Kingsman 2. And it's like, you don't... The Bond movies have made themselves obsolete. Yeah, (laughs) I think that's true. The thing is that I think you could do a good movie that blended of those things, because there's not really anything that's, like... I mean, I guess Mission Impossible kind of tried to eat James Bond's lunch, and they did to some extent, but what's his face? Who's the main guy in Mission Impossible? Uh, Tom, Cruise. Tom Cruise. No, the fuck most... off. <laughs> the... What? He, he is. is. He's the no, most... Something. The character Ethan of... Hunt. Eth- Thank Ethan you. Ethan You guys are <laughs> no, assholes. Ethan Hunt. Yeah, I know this because crashed, probably my favorite movie of all time. Ethan. <laughs> Ethan Hunt is just, like, a shitty dude, though. Like, he's not cool in the way that James Bond no, is. No, he's not. But and, Tom Cruise did climb the tallest building in the world without a stunt person to be to make Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol my favorite movie. Yep, and then he fell off and died, but then he came back to life because he has that other movie that he's in. Mm, oh, Flatliners. Edge of Tomorrow, another good movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Guys, should I go see the Flatliners remake? No. <laughs> no you but I, I have this movie pass card, and I don't yeah. have a job. It Why would... wouldn't you? <laughs> of course you should. No, listen to me. It has, a, go. it has a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes is why I shouldn't. <laughs> you absolutely should. Are you kidding me? I think I'll go That's... see Jigsaw instead. See have both. you seen the Do other double uh, feature. movies? What have, was you that? Seen an, have you seen the other Saw movies? Have you seen enough of them to know what the plot is supposed to be? Because it's supposed to be like a tie together kind of thing, right? I saw the first Saw movie in college, which was uh, like two years after it came out, and then I have not seen any of the rest of them, but the last one came out in 2010, so I'm assuming that this one is not going to require knowledge of the previous ones. Just read a Wikipedia article about it. You'll be fine. That's how I approach Saw movies, pretty much, because I want to know about the traps, but I don't want to see people get chopped up. Yeah, most horror movies, it's like the the whole of the experience of it is seeing really gross things, and that's that's yeah. fine to just read about, I think. Right? Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, today I watched Fright Night, the original uh, motion picture, which I expected to be really bad, but it had a bunch of cool special effects in it. And that is not something that most modern horror movies are going to do, because they'll just use CGI instead, and I'm not impressed by that. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I went to a Halloween parade last night, and I saw, like, maybe seven or eight kids that are that were between 10 and 12 uh, wearing Five Nights at Freddy's costumes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is awesome, and I love the fact that because that movie, because those games don't show any gore or, like, violence or anything... Uh, parents assume that they're okay for kids, and so kids are, like, super into them. (laughs) Like, there's a section in Target of kids' Five Nights at Freddy's-themed clothes, and that's one of my favorite things that's happening in the world right now. Yep. Um, The two most popular things for, like, kids aged uh, 8 to 14 is Five Nights at Freddy's and Minecraft. (laughs) Two things which are, like, definitely for weird adults. (laughs) Yeah. So, that's very good. Is it? No. Yes, that's amazing, and I no, love I, the fact... No, I love that there's a horror franchise for children explicitly. No. That is so terrifying <laughs> that I, an, a grown man, can't play all of them because I'm too scared. Yeah, I will have anxiety dreams if I even see a screenshot of Five Nights at Freddy's in the morning. <laughs> you know how sometimes you can, like, psych yourself up into being scared? Where you'd be like, oh man, what if I look out that window and there's a face there? And then you start, like, believing it, even though you started thinking it for no reason. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and you can't look. And then if you look and a leaf moves outside, you're like, oh my god, it's true, it's all true! (laughs) Yep, I also experience anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) 
so that thing, like the only time that I've ever had that as an adult and not been able to be like, I'm being stupid. Stop. Uh, was right after I played Five Nights at Freddy's the first time, and I kept on being like, "Oh my god, what if like a robot is outside what coming Freddy's to kill me?" And I was like, me. "This is such a stupid thing, and I know how stupid it is, but I can't stop being scared of it." Okay, movie concept: Freddy versus Freddy. It's Freddy Krueger versus them robots. <laughs> oh, that's great because they're oh. both so campy. Because they're yes. both named Freddy and dumb and for kids. <laughs> oh man, that would be radical. I would watch that movie. But also, the next Five Nights at Freddy's game absolutely should be, this was my original point, absolutely should be uh, that Halloween costumes for the Five Nights at Freddy's characters are sold to kids, but kids that wear them get possessed by the ghosts of the, the monsters in the mechanic, and then you are like a person answering the door for trick-or-treaters, but some of them are jump-scare monsters. <laughs> You're a babysitter, and you have to uh, get away from all your kids dressed up as Five Nights at Freddy's costumes. Yeah, like, I was legitimately a little bit afraid when I saw a girl emerging from the darkness dressed as Foxy from Five Nights at Freddy's. (laughs) My favorite thing is when a horror franchise gets weirdly metatextual, like um, the Nightmare on Elm Street uh, ended its series with Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Yeah, where, that was awesome. <laughs> uh, if for audience members who don't know, the concept of this movie is uh, audiences in the real world are eagerly anticipating the next Freddy Krueger movie so much that Freddy Krueger manifests in the real world through sheer force of will and kills the people making movies about him. Including no, the screenwriter of the movie, Wes Craven, who cameos as himself. <laughs> Yes, and all of the actors from the first movie are all of the victims, including Robert Englund, the guy who plays Freddy, gets killed by Freddy. It's very good. Yeah, it's the second best of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies beyond the first one, and those are the only two good ones as far as I uh, know. I was gonna say, that's how James Bond should refresh itself, by having some young guy get recruited and being like, what, James Bond is real and I could be one? Except that that is already kind of the plot of uh, Kingsman. Kingsman, ah, damn it. (laughs) So they even stole that from James Bond already. The the what first Kingsman do. is, like, a pretty straightforward James Bond movie, but the second one, I don't know if the franchise can continue, because the second one is almost a parody of the first one at times with how <laughs> goofy it gets. What they should do to refresh James Bond is have the next one be uh, the James Bond person in it is, like, a um, internal affairs person who is going after James Bond for flagrant violation of, like, international treaties and whatever for murdering so many people. Mm. Interesting. That would be a very good movie, especially if they had, um, who was that guy that everyone wanted to play James Bond a few years ago? Idris Elba? Elba? Yes, Idris Elba playing the internal affairs officer going after Daniel Craig. I... I really liked this idea that was, I guess you could call it a fan theory. Oh, it's... fuck! That's just the plot of Born Identity! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, which inspired the Daniel Craig era James Bond movie. God damn it! I can't believe I just did that! I genuinely didn't mean to. I'm sorry, Jeff, I didn't mean to. It's fine. All, I just love that every revamp of James Bond we think of has already been made. because <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> like, it's... Hollywood is uh, bankrupt of ideas. Um, Okay, here's how you refresh James Bond and the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen by having a new League of Extraordinary Gentlemen that's all fictional British characters, and it could be James Bond and Harry Potter and, uh, help me out here, guys. (laughs) I I have bad news for you in that this already happened in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen comic books. Wait, is James Bond in them? Uh, his grandfather appears in the original, uh, series, um, and because of rights issues, they couldn't explicitly name him as James Bond in the one that took place in the 60s, and then Harry Potter was the bad guy in the one that took place in the 90s. Again, copyright dodge, not quite naming him. (laughs) Okay, but they shouldn't, they should be the actual licensed characters, and it should be James Bond, Harry Potter, Sherlock Holmes, uh, Mary Poppins... (laughs) Mm. Tar- Tarzan <laughs> uh, Isn't Lemony he French? <laughs> oh yeah, Lemony Wait, no, what's the name of Olaf? Count, Count Olaf. Olaf He's the bad guy 
Oh, he could be the villain. Oh, yeah, it would be him and Moriarty and, um, uh, who's Tarzan's bad guy? A gorilla? Voldemort. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Voldemort? Yeah, that's Tarzan's bad guy. (laughs) Yeah, he's the bad guy of all of them. Wait, no, is is Tarzan not French? Am I crazy? No, he's Lord Greystoke. Yeah, I know he's Lord Greystoke, but he meets back up with Jane in Paris. Yeah. No, like, I think that he's a character of British literature, regardless of where the no, story takes I'm place. No, I'm not saying characters of British literature, I'm saying British characters. I see, so you you want to discount Hercule Poirot immediately. Yes, he is not allowed, although Agatha Christie, or not Agatha Christie, um, Miss no, Marple, No, Agatha Christie should be one of the characters. <laughs> Agatha Christie should be the villain. She should be the, the Alan Quartermain <laughs> of the group. Yeah. Like, she's just an immortal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, the Highlander! Mm. Uh, I don't know if he'd want to join in something British, being that he's Scottish. Uh, Scotland is part of Britain. I mean, not according to a bunch of people who voted against that. That's true, but still, technically, today they are. I think that the Highlander definitely voted leave. Uh, you're thinking of Braveheart again, yeah? <laughs> yeah, every- there's one Scottish character, and it's, I hate the British Empire, and also I have a weird accent. I don't think the, the Highlander ever had an opinion on the British Empire. Yeah, I don't considering remember that he was ever played happening. by such sketchy characters who weren't always Scottish people. I, I don't mean, remember there being a part in the movie where he ha- ex- expressed any kind of feelings about Britain. Do they make Clancy Brown do a British accent, or a Scottish accent in that movie? He was Russian. Was he? I seem to remember him meeting character. His character's name is The Russian. (laughs) Oh, that's weird. I thought I remembered there being, like, a weird flashback where they're in Scotland times fighting in Green Hills. No, they make him do a weird gravelly voice because he had his throat cut. I see. Remember, he has that big scar across his neck. I saw Highlander once a long time ago, and it's not a good movie. Uh, it's a fantastic movie, and I was with you when you saw it, and it's you bad. were drinking pretty heavily, so. Well, I mean, that also happened when I watched Twilight, because bad movies make you want to drink. Yes. No, Highlander is a fantastic movie, and the soundtrack is entirely by Queen? Like, how could that not be a great movie? Does that make Flash Gordon a good movie, Matt? Yes, yes, probably. it is a good movie. Oh, I haven't damn it. seen it, but probably yes. Oh, uh, I knew one of you would be like, yes, I'm the Flash Gordon fan. <laughs> I wouldn't say fan, but yeah, it is good, and the music is amazing, so. How Man, about Ebenezer I... Scrooge? Does he have things he could bring to this team? Uh, uh, I think Jacob could Marley it. could be a good yeah. guy. I like the idea of Ebenezer Scrooge being the person that organizes the team. He's like the Bosley of the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's good now, after the events of uh, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he spends his final years uh, nuts. Oh. He doesn't sour into old age and die a year later, but has survived like 20 years later and is on like, uh, he has like an oxygen mask and he's like 80-something no, no, no. years old. E- even better, he's a ghost and it, oh, it yeah, has perfect. been like a uh, hundred years, but he learned from his friend Jacob Marley how to come back as a ghost. That makes sense. And he's a good guy, and he's trying to save the world from the chains of greed. Yeah, he he gets yeah. the Ooh, team. Ooh, that could be the name of the organization they're fighting against. He gets he gets the team <laughs> together. He gets the team together by uh, jangling the, the chains he forged in life uh, that yeah. he now wears in death uh, to wake them up from their deep slumber pre-Christmas. Ooh, there could be a scene where Voldemort breaks into his, uh, like, uh, chambers or whatever, and he's, like, gonna die, but he's like, okay, I might die, but you're gonna go with me, and then he has a secret attack that involves his chains wrapping around Voldemort and taking him to hell. I really like this, uh, Leave Extraordinary Gentleman reboot, and I'm into it. Yeah, yeah. this is very good. Eat your heart out, Alan... Tour. No, uh, yes, that's the one. <laughs> uh, alright, well, we're gonna call it, um, Lit Club. Yeah, they're not all literary, though. I feel like it should be, like, Brit Club. <laughs> uh, Britpop. Yeah, that's not bad. Britpop could the, the movie. Be- could the Beatles be in this uh, group? Uh, no, but Oasis hangs out at the bad guy's uh, pa- palace. Uh, could could Sergeant Pepper be involved in this? <laughs> He's fictional. <laughs> Sergeant Pepper a character? I thought that was just one of the weird things they said. 
<laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yes, but he is a military man, so he's going to have some insight on that front. Yep. <laughs> this is dumb. So I've actually. What about Winnie the, the Pooh Scott and Paddington Bear? Oh, <laughs> Where do they very fit good. in? Perfect. Yes. They're both uh, golems animated by the love of children. They they explicitly want to stay out of, of it. They're like, no, animal characters are not going to be involved in your human war. <laughs> uh, but then they're like, but we need Aslan on our side. Wait, guys, we forgot about, like, the most enduring British pop culture figure of all time, Robin Hood. Oh, the queen. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, Pan. wait, King Arthur also and Robin Hood. And Peter Pan. Oh, wait. <laughs> King Arthur would have to return in the middle of the movie because it's the time of England's greatest need. Yeah, yeah but he's on the bad guy's side. Oh, why? What? That's your favorite <laughs> yeah. story is to make it that King Arthur That's is true. evil. <laughs> I did I did write a role-playing game that Jeff played in once where King Arthur was the villain, and it was <laughs> very good. good. Because you don't know if it was a monkey's paw type of uh, promise yeah, exactly. that he would come back. <laughs> he said he would return in the hour of Brit- Brit- Britain's Greatest Need, but he didn't say what side he'd be on. <laughs> That's the tagline for the movie! <laughs> yes! This is a gr- this is the best movie we've ever written, you guys. <laughs> he, he told us he'd something. return in the time of England's Greatest Need, sound of sword unsheathing, but he didn't say what side he'd be on, shot of his eyes turning red. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, another character saying, Wait, so you're telling me our bad guy is Voldemort, but he's not the worst bad guy? <laughs> Record scratch. Good dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> and then good golly Miss Molly starts playing. <laughs> and then we see Ebenezer Scrooge arm wrestling with Voldemort. <laughs> what would be the American version of this? Uh it would be Ethan Frome and his killer sled. <laughs> Bugs Bunny, no, 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 Air no. Bud, be... Citizen Kane. Guys, it would be insufferably co-opted by conservative uh, media. It would be ah, like damn. the Statue of Liberty and Uncle Sam. Dirty be... Harry. Yeah, it would be horrible. <clears throat> the Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's in everything. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, it's well, over. I hope you guys liked this episode. It was pretty weird and not a lot about James Bond, but it was a lot about Super Mario, who well, will definitely be... He I gave did try. James Bond a lot of ideas on how to rejuvenate their franchise. Yes, most of them have already been done by other <laughs> franchises, but that's beside the point. Here's, uh, so, it's good that we didn't talk about this subreddit, because the top two posts of all time are about Roger Moore dying. Oh, yeah, that's a bummer. Also, um... We said we were going to pick the spookiest uh, Reddit every week this month, and this is not very I spooky. mean, I guess it malicious is. compliance would have been spookier. I guess, what, just because it has malicious in there? Yeah. I think this is the spookiest. Uh, no, we never said spookiest. We said most Halloween, I think. And this is the most Halloween because it's a good Halloween costume. Because so. the next one comes out about a week after Halloween. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Alright guys, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, please rate and review us on iTunes. I know I say that every week and you probably are just, like, tuning out. But seriously, if you do, it would really help us. Also, telling your friends about us really helps. Uh, We very much appreciate it when anyone talks about us. If you want to reach us, you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter, at seeingreddit. And uh, I'm on Twitter, at kamikazepilot. Um, you can email me, jeff at funtimes.online, or follow me on Instagram, I'm jeffjk on there. The, uh, the second post here is one of those, uh, famous celebrity at the Pearly Gates talking to St. Peter comics that are (laughs) insufferable every time, and the subtitle is not even a clever joke, it's just Roger Moore saying, remember, if anyone else shows up claiming to be James Bond, he's an imposter. Mm, Makes you think. I don't know, I like that, because that implies he's going to have all the other James Bonds just sent to hell for being liars. (laughs) Oh, you know what? He's the first James Bond to die, I guess is why that's the caption. (laughs) Well, that's it. Okay, so it's up to me then to say that you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird, or Instagram at Louisa Heron, and that's that. Alrighty, quick thanks to the folks who've been talking about us on Twitter. Thanks to Sir Dankius Mimius. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I was going to not mention that person because I hate their name, but thank you for listening. 
Yeah, they also rickrolled us, I guess, on Twitter, which is a weird thing to do, but Wait that's a fine. minute. We already said I'm pretty sure that we like being rickrolled, so I think that's on us if we can oh, That is it a is, good song. It is a delightful prank because nothing bad happens to you. You just don't have to read an article or see a picture that was going to make you mad. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely the uh, the best prank. Okay. I think I think when people say things to us, we have to remember that like <laughs> a year ago we were like, send us pictures of rotting meat. We love it. Ha ha. And then <laughs> someone will do that and we'll be like, why would some asshole send us this picture? We need to block this person. <laughs> and we are the ones being wrong in that instance. That's true. Yeah. I think it's safe to assume we're the ones being wrong in every instance. <laughs> uh, thanks to Xylo S. Pumpkins, Xylo Art on Twitter. Thanks Thank to... You. You stole a tuba, as usual, uh, and Sugar Blank. High. Uh, thanks to Jamie Torres, at Jamie Torres on Twitter, for sending Thank us a uh, Waluigi Ouija board crossover article <laughs> that I have not read yet because I just saw it, but I definitely am going to read it right now. So Pretty thank good. you very much. Uh, much appreciated. And uh, please, until next week, please, please stay safe for Halloween and remember to keep your pockets on Shrek. Wear a reflective vest when you go trick-or-treating, and don't read the comments. <laughs> ASMR, it's a dead man's party. Leave your body at the door. Wait for an invitation to arrive. food today except for beef jerky so today might be a little weird i'm warning you guys ahead of time i have eaten too much food i just ate a sandwich (laughs) i finished at five (laughs) o'clock i overindulged in food and drink yesterday as i want to do on any social occasion yeah that's what social occasions are for any social occasion that doesn't involve overindulging in food and drink i am not interested in attending Mm. yeah Oh, you know, people are like, oh, they brought everyone brought so many desserts. They look so good, but I really shouldn't. I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) you absolutely should. You're not going to be around other people for another three months. (laughs) I feel like that's like when you train a dog and give them treats. Like this is how I reward myself for having social engagements.